Hi, my name's Chris, and this is season three of My Life, and welcome to it, Seeking God's Face. Surprise. Yeah, it's me. I'm back. Um, it is uh, December 31st, 2022. It's a little bit after 11 o'clock, which means I've got about an hour left of this year. And we start 2023. And 23 is an interesting number for me. My, my birthday is on the 23rd of February. There was a movie starring... Uh, Oh, what's the comedian's name? He, he played the Grinch. Jim Carrey. Called 23. Um, and I see 23 often. It pops up in my life a lot. Um, so I'm looking forward to 2023 and see what it has in store. But um, 2022 is ending with a... It's been a very strange kind of a week. Um, today, uh, in the mail, I have a summons to... Um, for jury service for the United States District Court, federal court. Now, I've, you know, received jury summons before for the county. This is the first for federal. So that would be really interesting. Anyway, so I got to mail some stuff back in. And then I think January 27th, I need to start calling to see if my number gets chosen. I think that'd be fun. Um, I'm going to be sitting, even if I don't get, you know, chosen to sit on the jury, just going through the process at the federal level, I think would be, would be fun. Um, so, you know, it's been a long time since my last episode. Uh, and, uh, a lot of that is simply because, first of all, I think a lot about what I'm going to say before I say it. And I just never really settled on anything, you know, uh, like a format or anything or a topic to talk about. And then the other thing is that learning to appreciate my own thoughts, to value my own thoughts. Um, it's, that's a process for me also. I remember that, um, I, you know, I created a Facebook page for the podcast, my life and welcome to it. And, uh, every every few days, I get a notification saying that you've gotten these new looks. And I, well, that's really interesting. So the other day, I popped onto my analytics for the podcast just to see if people were still listening. And lo and behold, people are still listening. So um, there's some interest, at least a little bit, out there. And um, I realized that... Uh, it would be a good discipline for me to uh, create an episode on a more regular basis. So if I have a New Year's resolution, and I am loathe to make New Year's resolutions, um, simply because I've often thought that since most people don't follow through on their New Year's resolutions, it is a setup to fail, right? So we set up these goals with the best of intentions, and most of the time, we're not successful in 
following through. And so rather than start something and failing, I don't even start, which is a theme in my life. I don't know if whether I've talked about this before. I probably have because it's, it's a big part of my challenge as a human being. And that is to launch into something new. Uh, it's a scary thing for me. There's, uh, you know, growing up the way I did, um, there was somehow I got the idea that I had to be able to do things perfectly or that yeah, they weren't acceptable. And I, 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 I have a sense that that was programmed into me by my, my parents that in order for me to be accepted by them, at least that was my that was my perception. I don't think they intended this, but my perception is that in order for them to accept me and to love me, I had to be perfect. And so when I wasn't perfect, I would quit. And I got to the point where I wouldn't even, if I didn't think I could do something, I wouldn't even start it. Maybe that's where my aversion to New Year's resolutions came from. That's possible. Anyway, if I were to have a New Year's resolution, uh, it would be to do a podcast episode on a more regular basis. So I'm going to shoot for, hmm, what am I going to try to do? One a week's a bunch. That's a lot. You know, when I have a series of topics I want to discuss, I wrote them out, you know, I timelined it, and I was doing one a week. And that was excellent. But now it's not so much. There aren't, these aren't, there aren't these topics that are actually burning in my chest that I need to get off. Um, so I'm going to try for once a month. And I think if something comes up more frequently, then that's what we'll do. But one month, one a month at the least. Um, and I can sort of, you know, I was talking with a friend of mine this morning over coffee. Um, he went on a road trip and listened to my podcast. I was like his road companion in the car. Uh, that's cool. And, uh, but anyway, so he was, he was asking me about, you know, what's next and am I going to have a new uh, season? You know, season one um, didn't have a subtitle, but the se- season two had Chasing After God and season three was Seeking God's Face. And how do you season four something like that? I don't think I can. So it's just going to be a continuation of Seeking God's Face. That's an every, that's going to be an everyday thing for the rest of my life. So that's just going to be the, the part of it. But I think the part's going to be uh, the liturgy as I'm learning to appreciate it. I don't know if I've mentioned this. I mean, I, I, I would have to go back and listen to my previous episode and that would be boring. But anyway, um, last year, around February, my birthday, I signed up for a series of classes uh, from Notre Dame. They have this adult program. It's called STEP. Don't ask me what it stands for. It stands for something. I don't know what it is. And um, the Diocese of Sacramento, and each diocese is different, but each diocese has the opportunity to provide a subsidy. And I thought, well, why not? So I started that um, because of a class. The class, the first class I took, honestly, um, I took because um, the teacher was the professor was Dr. David Fagerberg, 
who is one of my favorite authors on the liturgy, and I'd read one of his books, Liturgical Theology. I ended up reading five of his books, and I'm currently on another book. Um, and he was the professor for this class. And so I took this class, and then when I finished it, I enjoyed it so much. I thought, hey, let's just go ahead and let's get a certificate in theology with a concentration in liturgy. So that's what I've been doing this past year, and I've got two more uh, classes to go. Uh, One starts in February, and that's the Liturgy of the Hours, and then another one in April, and that's the Liturgy and Music. Um, And then I'll be done, and then I have a project I have to do. So I think that what I'd like to do is something that actually helps me in organizing my own thoughts is to do some talks on liturgy um, in general. Uh, and, you know, it's it's part of the newness of Catholicism. I mean, I've been a part of the Catholic Church now since 2006, so um, I guess you'd think the, wear, the newness would wear off, but it hasn't. Um, and over the last year, I have gained this new awareness of what the liturgy is and my part in the liturgy um, and my place in the church and the body of Christ that I'd like to share. And so that will be a part of it. The other thing is I was talking with my friend this morning. Um, one of the great appreciations that I have for the Eastern church um, is their is their mysticism. The Eastern church never went through a period of like scholasticism for the West, you know, and they just never got into that. So they're not real heady. They're not real, um, oh, I don't know, academic, let's say, Um, in the same sense that a Thomas Aquinas would be, right? Or even, you know, today we discovered that um, Pope Emeritus, Benedict XVI passed away. He was 95 years old. That was today. He was very much an academic theologian. Um, And the theology, liturgical theology, as I am coming to embrace it, harkens back to the earlier centuries of the church when theology wasn't an academic, philosophical um, pursuit. Theology was getting to know God, and it was something that occurred on the path towards divinization, which is becoming like God. There's an old saying that um, God became man, that man might become God. And of course, they use the term man generically, so we should probably say something to the effect of God became a human so that humans can become God. And, you know, that's the ultimate goal. Um, And I'd like to talk a little bit about the mystical side of Christianity. I have a great book um, on non-dualism in Christianity. You know, non-dualism, or I think it's ahimsa, I believe, um, in Eastern religions, Buddhism, Hinduism, I forget where it is. Um, It's not ahimsa is nonviolence, I think. Yeah, sometimes words pop into my brain and they don't fit, they don't work. Um, Advaita Vedanta, 
is non-dualism, that is Hinduism. And Christianity has a form of that, non-dualism. I'd like to share a little bit of that. And then also there's a great prayer that has meant a lot to me and has, um, I think, brought me to a place in my life to, to embrace and appreciate and apprehend some of these more esoteric ideas. And that's the Jesus prayer, the prayer of the heart that comes from the Eastern tradition. It's also meant a lot to me. Um, and so I think those, those three things together, um, liturgical theology, uh, prayer of the heart, and uh, Christian non-dualism, you know, there's, there's a lot there, and there's a lot to talk about. And um, so I think that's, that's what I'm going to go ahead and do. Yeah. So um, let's see. I don't have a lot on deck for January, so I'll probably start putting some things on paper um, next week. Uh, Sunday, it's, it's funny that Sunday's the first. It, it's kind of weird that the, the first of January is a Sunday because it's a busy day for me. Usually January 1st is a laid-back day. You know, you stay up and you party at midnight, and um, so then you sleep in on New Year's morning except I get up to go to Mass. Um, so that'll be a little bit different, different way to spend New Year's, I think. But, you know, case or us or all, whatever will be, will be. It's the way it is. Um, here in California, you know, we this evening anyway, we experienced quite a storm that came through. We, we may not be done with it completely, but it's calmed down for now. Sacramento County was actually in a state of emergency for a while. Um, Lost my internet. Many houses are without electricity tonight. Um, it was a big storm. But, you know, we've gone many, many years with drought in California. And there is a um, atmospheric river that's crossing into the west here that's brought a lot of wetness to it. Um, there was one earlier this month that crossed across the, the northern part of the West Coast, Washington and Oregon, that proceeded east and took with it a bunch of water that became a blizzard. Um, lots and lots of snow. People died. I think over 30 people died. Um, but now we've got the rain. It's, it, the, the storm has moved further south, and we're now getting some rain, much needed rain for California. And hopefully the lakes will start filling up again and, We'll be in better shape uh, for the coming summer because it uh, was looking pretty bad water-wise. I'm surprised we haven't gotten to water wet rationing. Um, so this this is even though it's a storm and it's bad and and people are not, you know, they're going without power on New Year's Eve and um, it's not what people thought it was going to be. Um, and I I don't know what it would be like to be homeless in a storm like this. Uh, there's I'm fully expecting for people not to have survived the night. Um, but it's, uh, so it's a mixed blessing, you know, the blessing of water, but the tragedies that surround it. My guess is because it's been raining so much lately that the, and the wind was so strong that I would be um, unsurprised. Is that a word? Unsurprised? I would be unsurprised to see uh, 
trees fallen in some parts of Sacramento. So I'm sure that the news will be full of stuff tomorrow, and we'll just have to see what what happens. So the choir's on break, and we're not going to be gathering again to for rehearsal until later on into January, um, which is fine. We're still singing for Sundays. It just means we're not going to be gathering for uh, rehearsing the music. So we have to kind of do that on our own. Um, and, and that's fine. Everybody needs a break, you know. Our music director needs a break. Everybody needs a break. And so that's good. And we're still singing, and so that's good. Um, and I don't know what else, you know, to say. Um, I'm well, doing well. My feet are cold all the time, and that's disappointing. Um, it used to be my feet were warm all the time. I think it's just a product of getting older. I'm going to be 67 next year. Um, so I'm looking 70 in the eye. Um, it's not far away. I hope we make it. Um, God willing, we will. Uh, but one of the things that I was thinking about today was, even though I don't, I haven't been podcasting as much, I think about the listener. I think about you guys, the listeners. Some people I know listen to the podcast, but many I don't. I don't know you. We'll probably never meet. We'll probably never you know, talk one-on-one. Um, but... You're a friend. You know, I I know that a lot of times as I listen to podcasts, various podcasts, you know, I get the sense that I know the person on the other, uh, you know, that I'm listening to. And I don't know if you feel that way. And if you, do, But if you do, that's cool. And we're friends. Whether we ever meet, whether we ever talk, we're friends. Um, and I trust that your journey is as amazing as, as mine. And I'm sure it is. Um, I'll bet you if I sat down and talked with you, I could pull out some amazing stuff. One of the, one of my joys is I get to be the host of a podcast that we're doing in our parish. It's called Let's Talk Parish, where I talk to parishioners about their journey of faith. And so many people tell me that their lives aren't interesting, and I don't I don't pay them any attention because once we sit down and I, we start talking. Um, I don't know, I get inspired as to what kind of questions to ask, and it gets interesting to find out about people and realizing that as unique as each one of us is, we have a lot in common. And um, there's a lot that I can identify in all the stories that I hear. And I think sometimes we think we're alone. We think that what we're going through is unique to us and no one's ever had to experience this before. And, and that's not even true, you know, but we don't know that until we open up, until we open up. One of the things that I like to tell people is that one of the attributes of God is being self-revealing. You know, God in his divinity is unknowable, is unsearchable. We would not even begin to understand anything about God were it not that God revealed things to us. And for Christians, that revelation started in the Hebrew scriptures, went through all the prophets, and as Hebrews says, in their time, came through Jesus Christ. And God still reveals himself to us on a personal level, in various ways. 
So God reveals himself in the scriptures through tradition and on an individual level, private revelation, private understandings. Other than that, we wouldn't know anything except for what we make up. And I think a lot of a lot of the time <clears throat> when we don't allow ourselves to be open to revelation, we make things up. I think that we're hardwired to believe in something greater than ourselves, however we want to define it. And then we make stuff up about it. We make up stories about it. Um, I think that's just the way we are, the way we're built. So... This last year has been interesting for me as I've learned more and I believe God's revealed more to me through various authors. Um, so I'll be sharing some books that I've read, the titles, the authors, if you want to read it or not, as the case may be. Um, but it'll be a, a, the next step in the adventure for me is the discipline the discipline of making a podcast monthly. That's something that I avoid. I avoid discipline. Could be That could also be a result of my upbringing. I lived under such a disciplinarian as a father. My father was a disciplinarian. I probably was too when I was a young dad. Um, not so much, but I, was, I probably was. But living under a disciplinarian... Um, when you get to that point where you get to make your own decisions, one tends to not have the same amount of discipline as that. You know, the pendulum swings the other way, oftentimes a bit far. Um, so now it's swinging back in uh, for a little more discipline for myself. So let me just share gratitude. Um, I probably wouldn't be doing this had I not looked to see if anyone was still listening to the podcast. But you are. And so thank you. Thank you for listening. That inspires me to jabber on about my life and what I'm learning. And, uh, you know, God willing, it's not impossible that, you know, we might run across each other's, our paths may cross. And if that they do, that's great. That's great. And then if not, then that's okay too. I wish you well. I wish you a happy new year. Um, and that your lives are blessed. may not be easy, but they're blessed. And that the peace of Christ comes to you and settles your heart. So until my next episode, I love you. I wish you well. Be happy. Be healthy. And uh, catch you on the flip side. This podcast is being hosted by Anchor FM and can be found on your favorite source for podcasts. The artwork for My Life and Welcome to It is by Dave Edwards. Season 3's theme music is After All Has Changed by Humans Win, formerly Lance Conrad. If you are enjoying my adventure, you can support me by going to buymeacoffee.com slash M-L-A-W-T-I. One percent of all donations goes to Stripe Climate to combat climate change. 
You can find a list of their projects at stripe.com. Each episode of Season 3, Seeking God's Face, will appear on a random schedule. I really enjoy bringing you along on this journey called life. You can always email me at mlawti101 at gmail.com or you can leave me a voice message at anchor.fm. So until we meet again, be safe, be well, be happy, and God bless.